Welcome to The Inner Apocalypse, a podcast by the Wild Sky Sisters. This episode is part of a series called Bold Truth, featuring a shorter episode that explores the inner landscape through cosmic awareness of the planet signs and the houses. We believe astrology is validation of who we are, and when we open our hearts to this love, we remember why we're here. Hello, this is Ange, and this is going to be a podcast on Saturn. I am cracking the mic and going to just spit my truth, I guess. This morning and three or four times in the last week, I have been an hour early for appointments. I continue to wonder, you know, what's going on? We're a week away from the time changing And it feels very Saturnian. It feels uh, Saturn rules time. I keep wondering, you know, what the message is here. And I'd far rather be early for an appointment than late. As I contemplate why this keeps happening for me, I I look to my relationship with Saturn. And, And Saturn in my chart is something that I've contemplated a lot. I have Saturn with both Mars and Pluto in the sixth house. And the sixth house really speaks to work and health and kind of our mundane things that we do every single day. So when we say work, it's like all of the, you know, all of the not so fun chores that we don't necessarily want to do. And Saturn's kind of that way too. Saturn is definitely holds us back from having that fun before we do the work. And so about two years ago, I received a a reading that really spoke to that Saturn, Mars, Pluto piece. And the astrologer said something along the lines of it could come across as obsessive compulsive. And that hit really, really true to me. I've always, especially within my health, it's like all or nothing. I'm always trying the newest wellness thing. I am always on a quest for how to feel better, do better, be better. And she suggested at the time, you know, really working with my Saturn. So there's different ways that you can do this. But as me and Tamara have formed our astrology business, co-creating with each of the planets has been really important. So some of the ways that I do that is I work my Saturn one of our favorite astrologers, Anne Ortley, says that, and I've taken a course on working your Saturn. And so knowing that my Saturn is in Libra in the sixth house, it's like, yes, this is a, a day-to-day ritual and routine that I have to do in order to appease Saturn. And so that looks like on every Saturday, setting down and lining up my schedule for the week. I do it on Saturday. A lot of people do that Sunday or Monday, but doing it on Saturday, Saturday is the day of Saturn and it feels like a co-creation, you know, a meeting on the powerful day of Saturn. I also try to do one or two things that I don't want to do on a Saturday. So in the summertime, that looks like mowing, you know, it's like doing, doing a chore. And I think, you know, that is kind of a, patriarchal 
way of thinking or, you know, capitalist way of thinking that we work Monday to Friday, Saturday is the day for chores to get caught up in everything. And then Sunday is the day we can relax. And there's many different, you know, religious connotations to that. There's many different reasons why that is. But for me, doing that work on Saturday is important. And my kids all play hockey on Saturday. So it's like, I'm already doing a lot of things, doing a lot of work. So I might as well take care of uh, some of those pieces. It's also very interesting to consider where you're at within your Saturn cycle. So we all know about the Saturn return. And for myself, Saturn, my Saturn return was very, very dead on to the placement in my chart. I had my son on my exact Saturn return. So we both have a 16 degree Libra Saturn. And I literally met Saturn the day he was born. My day-to-day life and all of those things that make up the day were changed instantly with meeting that little redheaded little boy. And I know karmically also us having the same degree Saturn means we're going through the same aspects that are happening in the sky, you know, it's different for him because his Saturn is in his his second house. And yeah, there is this karmic tie-in and connection and, and really seeing it through my kiddos growing up at seven, we go through our square. And so it's kind of this growth edge point of when we really realize that, you know, mom and dad don't do everything for us or maybe shouldn't. Uh, A lot of times I do actually do everything for my kids and that's kind of a disservice too. But, uh, you know, you go through that stage of development and then at 14, you go through the Saturn opposition. And this is a, you know, 14, 15 is in a lot of cases when kids kind of start getting in a little bit of trouble. They start questioning the authority. They start questioning the world around them. So for myself, that was very, very true. At 14, I went through a really, really difficult time and and really questioning my parents and and being probably on the side of, of instead of being powerless, I took on too much power and I really questioned authority and I did a lot of bad things that I really wish that in hindsight I hadn't done. And then at 21, we go through that next square And a lot of times, you know, that really is that oust into the world and having to, you know, have our own jobs and, and making our, you know, money and and those sorts of things. And then at, at 28, 29, 30, we go through the Saturn return. And so mine happened when I was 28 and a half, almost exactly. And it's interesting because it feels really karmic that my mom had me at 28 years old and I had my son at 28 years old. And then to have the exact same, you know, have him literally on exact Saturn return. And I had a very hard labor. It was, you know, speaking a bit to inexperience and as a first time parent, and I didn't do as much research as I should have. I didn't even question like, I'm going to be able to breastfeed. And then I wasn't able to, we didn't have bottles or anything. And it was like a real, it was a real Saturn moment. Like you're going to learn how to be prepared here. It was chaos until, you know, my husband had to run out and buy bottles and formula and all of these things. And, you know, life doesn't happen the way we think it's going to all of the time. And that was, you know, a big lesson in that 
and then contemplating and seeing it through the son, my son's eyes as he starts to learn about authority and about life. And for Saturn in Libra, it's like also how to get along with others and how to balance a lot of that, which is, you know, relationship with others is very important. So Saturn in so many cases is where we'll meet challenges and, you know, what are the lessons that we're here to learn? A lot of people equate karma to and hard work to Saturn and and there is this big piece of, of discipline and restriction, right? You have to do the work before you can play. And I feel that so strongly in my day-to-day life. It's like I literally worked my Saturn, like brought on that exact situation with having three small children and, and that daily work being very, very busy feels reminiscent of having Saturn in the sixth house. And there also is this beauty that it's like that you're able to, with your Saturn placement also manifest like this great, the greatest achievements and the greatest things of our life. And I, I look at my children and I know that to be true. When I was in my even late 20s, I didn't really want to have kids. And when that changed, I still, you know, didn't really kind of know what that would look like. I remember thinking I hadn't even held a baby uh, before having my son. And when I had him and I held him, it was like, I knew my purpose. It was literally there right in front of me. And there is this great component of having children that they are our heart living outside of ourselves. And so every day I manifest, you know, really dreams and hopes and goals of myself. And I think a lot of people think Saturn and karma is like you do bad, you get bad. Uh, or the idea that there, you know, every action is a reaction or what goes around comes around, you know, you reap what you sow, all of those uh, cliche sayings. And I don't really feel like it's quite exactly like that. I think that bad things still happen to good people. I hate this phrase, everything happens for a reason. Don't ever say that to someone, you know, that's going through a really hard time. Because the reason will come at some point, but it's a lesson that is really hard. And to say that to someone is quite patronizing. It goes into that blaming and shaming culture that we have in our society, the and also kind of the victim mentality to say that you have to take responsibility and that you reap what you sow really puts it on and puts us into a victim mindset also. So my experience having Saturn in Libra is really like having or feeling this tightrope of the good and the bad in life and the good and the bad in relationship. I always feel like I'm trying to resolve things, like I'm I'm the one that has to fix things or brings in the harmony of all of those pieces. There is a, a soul piece of me that like gets really when things are out of balance, I need to shift them and bring them back into balance. And social skills are so important to work my Saturn, you know, being, having that social air element, uh, Libra is cardinal air also. So there is a big component of like how I relate to others 
every time I'm doing that, I'm working my Saturn. And I also have Pluto in Libra. So I feel like my generation, there is a big component of what we're here for is to drop all the pretenses of people pleasing, to let go of what other people think and to, you know, be our authentic selves and our authentic truth, live our authentic truth. I do also just want to note that I was, I didn't know that I was going through my Saturn return when it happened. That wasn't in my awareness. And I think for a lot of people that happens, it's like that Saturn piece, uh, you keep having the lessons put in front of you to really learn things. And over and over, like for me, it was three kids. And then when we wake up on the other side of it, grown and have learned those lessons, it is still just as valuable knowing when your Saturn return was because you can look back. And that's one of me and Tamara's favorite parts of astrology is being a historian, being that little sleuth that goes back and takes a look at the dates and and ties things together. And I like to reframe. A lot of people will talk about Saturn as, you know, that it's attacking and, you know, that it is really harsh. And and you know what? Life is that way. So for me, reframing Saturn and becoming buds to really co-create and be like, you know, we can pray and give offerings to the planets just like we do um, anything. You know, when we're working with our ancestors, we can create an altar and put out food for them. Why not do that for Saturn? Why not create a relationship where, you know, it's, it's, it's about co-creating together and it's like, oh, why, why you got to do me wrong, Saturn, you know, uh, reframing it a little bit so that it's, uh, you know, making it a little bit more fun instead of bad. I, I often contemplate the question, does Saturn change us or do we change Saturn? Does does the things that we go through and the way that we adapt and move and change, is that changing our relationship to it, our perspective? And do we, are we the ones with the power there? I truly believe that we are. So I would ask you, something you could journal on is how is your relationship with Saturn helping to change your life? The hardships that are put in front of you How does that change you in your world? Ultimately, Saturn is the teacher. Ultimately, it's our capacity or it symbolizes our capacity to create order, form, and discipline in one's life. And I often like to look at, you know, it rules Capricorn and it rules Aquarius in ancient astrology. And so it's the last planet in the sky that we can see with our naked eye. And so there is this, there can be this great connection where you can go out under the night sky and really form that bond looking at Saturn and allowing for what it brings to help you manifest in your life. Saturn restructures things for us. And that is one of the greatest lessons that I've got from Saturn is my communication skills in being overwhelmed in having kids and in having a lot of daily work duties. I have to speak my truth and I have to communicate properly with people in order to um, fully 
realize and stay sane, (laughs) quite honestly. I'm going to read a poem here that I wrote, and this was actually featured on one of my favorite astrologers page, Renee from Embodied Astrology. And it goes a little something like this. My first son was born on the day of my Saturn return. We have the exact same degree, Saturn. Here is a poem that I wrote. I believed I was broken, that my body had failed. All the things I thought I knew flew out that hospital window. And I met Saturn, the timekeeper, the karmic master, here to show me that I was the student. And in an instant, I knew my purpose, my soul path. A love was born with a head full of red hair and a squishy little face, Kaysen John. I have struggled with the C-section scar and accepting all that happened when I became a mother. Over the last few years, I have been learning to love myself. I have a naked ritual that I perform after I shower where I put lotion on my body and I thank each body part and give gratitude for all that it has done continues to do for me. This has helped me to connect to my body and to truly love myself. And just a reminder, if you are in the thick of a Saturn transit, if you are really dealing with Saturn and and it's hard, you are not alone. You are a warrior. You are loved. And we would love to, to reframe some of those pieces and maybe even areas that you'd be able to focus on or bring love to. One of the greatest pieces of karma that I know to be true is that love wins. And when we bring love into the equation, we are strong enough for anything. Sending you so much love and I hope you enjoyed this Saturn bold truth. We hope to do more of these. Thank you for listening to our show. If you're here and feeling like so many others that there's no way out but through, we just want you to know that we love you. You are not alone. If you want to learn more about us, visit us online at wildskysisters.ca. And please reach out with any comments or questions. We love you.